Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to Daily Daf Differently. I'm Rabbi Utsteyer, and today we are studying Daf Menchet 48 of the fourth chapter of Tractate Erwin. The Gemara on 48 continues to discuss some intricacies of the laws of Shabbat limits. It actually starts on the last line of 47b. Rafria taught, a fish pond between two Shabbat limits requires an iron wall, meaning to divide it into two separate sections so that the people from each Trom Shabbat can carry water. There are some small, small details that jump out from the discussion on top of, of 48a, where we read, Mechayecha le Rav Yossi Bachanina. Rabbi Yossi, son of Rabbi Hanina, laughed at him. My tama kamechayech. Why did he laugh? And then the Gemara continues, If it be suggested, because the latter taught this in, in agreement with Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri, that the law is to be restricted. Now, remember our previous discussion on 47, that he had said that objects of Hefker acquire their place for Shabbat, the consequence of which would then be that you actually cannot carry water from the pond beyond the Shabbat limits. And then it continues in the Gemara, while he is of the same opinion as the rabbis. Again, remember, the sages said that Hefker objects do not require their place for Shabbat. And then it continues, and therefore the law is to be relaxed, meaning it can be carried within the Trom Shabbat. Therefore, is it likely that because he is of the opinion that the law is to be relaxed, that he would laugh at anyone who learned that the law has to be restricted? This question, the Gemara relates back to our discussion about religious tolerance that we spoke about on 43 Aleph. Remember, we learned there that even though Rabban Gamliel held a more lenient position than Rabbi Joshua and Rabbi Akiva. He, meaning Rabban Gamliel, respected their opinion and actually made sure that they wouldn't inadvertently transgress. Now, in light of that, why would Rav Yossi Bahanina laugh here? The Gemara continues to explain that Rabbi Chia's stringency would actually make any use of the water impossible. Because one would actually need to construct a waterproof partition to basically prevent the mixing of the waters so that each water would remain on its half of the pond. And it would be nearly impossible to construct such a device. There's always going to be some seeping through at one place or another, and that would basically render it prohibited to carry water to any of the two domains. That would be if we follow Rabbi Chia's opinion. Hence, his stringency is unrealistic. It becomes, in practice, forbidden. Now, I believe that is why Rav Yossi Bahanina laughed. The difference between this case and the case of Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Joshua's stringency is there, meaning in the case of Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Joshua, the stringency 
was A, only affecting themselves, it was self-imposed, and B, it was still livable. Therefore, Rabban Gamliel respected their decision. Halakha has to be rooted in real life. The Gemara continues asking how far an object may be moved outside the Trom Shabbat. The answer is four cubits. But how much is four cubits? There were two ways of measuring a cubit. One was the very pragmatic, stretch out both your hands and the distance between them is a cubit. And the other is the standard cubit, which was the equivalent of six hand breaths. And now the Gemara actually recalls an interesting debate. Rav Meshoshea requested his son, when you visit Rav Papa, Ask him whether the four cubits of which the rabbis have spoken are measured by the arm of each individual concerned or by the standard cubit used for sacred objects. Now this is a very, very technical question. The stuff we encounter countless times in the Gemara. When the Gemara, for instance, asks what is kezait or kebeitza, something has to be the size of an olive or an egg. Now the next question always is, so what kind of an olive or an egg are we talking about? No. As you know, even regular chicken eggs can differ a lot in their size. They are either jumbo or extra large. And now we're talking about a small oil-cured Moroccan olive or a Greek Kalamata olive or a green Spanish Manzillo olive. Now, the Gemara puts the question in Rav Meshashaya's mouth. Why was not this measurement taught, meaning defined, among those which the rabbis have prescribed in accordance with each individual? Now, when his son came to Rav Papa, the letter told him, If we had been so punctilious, we would not have learned anything. Now let me paraphrase Rav Papa's answer. If the sages would have obsessed about each and every detail, they would have spent all their days splitting hairs about minutiae and never would have really learned anything. I think that's absolutely brilliant. Sometimes it is easy to not see the forest for all the trees. Sometimes we can get hung up in the details and forget about the why it is here to begin with. As it says, you shall live by them. Now that doesn't mean that everything has to be to my liking and has to be comfortable all the time. That's not the point of law. Halakha should challenge me and it should at times also be uncomfortable. Its task is to help us to live a life of Kedushah and to continue self-improvement. I will not always be able to understand all the aspects, and I might not always agree with all of it. And I think that is the ultimate nafkamina in this daf. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.